Winona Forever is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For more podcasts about movies and nostalgia, head on over to cageclub.me. Hi, I'm Lindsay Gibb. And I'm Rekha Tulsaram. And this is Winona Forever. back <laughs> yes another two episode later. two weeks later of winona forever this episode we were talking about this something totally different it's not a movie it's a tv miniseries a hbo series called yes. show me a hero it, it's six parter it sure was <laughs> did you have to watch the whole six parter in like oh. one sitting <laughs> to, like three sittings okay that's all right yeah i mean two and two and two <laughs> you know uh no it was one three and three no it was like one two and three or something like that okay yeah <clears throat> so three was today Oof, i mean what a day maybe it was not today <laughs> uh <laughs> This is about, this is a true story. It's a six-part true story, and it's a political drama about the housing crisis uh, in New York and involves Yonkers, this little city of, little town of Yonkers in New York, um, getting public or community housing in the town. Yes. And the politics around it. And over the years, from 1998, I believe, until 1993 or two, Sorry? Oh, 1980. 80, something. sorry. 88, like, maybe? 88 is when the... Yeah, it's like 87 started? or 88 or something that I think it covers. Oh, I lost the age. And it focuses around uh, Nick... With Cisco. With Cisco. And he runs for mayor. And at one point, at the beginning of the... I think in the first, in the first episode, he runs for mayor. And... He gets elected because he says he's going to appeal the notion of people, of the community housing. It's like a whole thing. Yeah. And then, of course, when he's elected, that does not happen. People are very angry, yada, yada. Uh, Winona Ryder is a council, council person. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's on the council. Yep. Uh, city council. Uh, I think representing the Bronx or something. I couldn't really figure Isn't out. the Bronx no. a whole other it's thing? It's a whole other thing, but there was something <laughs> about the Bronx she mentioned. Anyway, it was confusing to me what she was actually doing oh, at the first yeah. bit. I don't think I ever wrote down what neighborhood she was. I don't know that we knew. Maybe we did. Maybe it said on her name. Oh, yeah. she was the 11th ward rep. Oh, there right, we right. Go. There was a ward <laughs> at the Bronx. <laughs> She was a wardress. Yonkers. Good old Yonkers. Yeah. Uh, but I have to say, I don't really know where that is. Do you? It's in a song by Jay-Z. <laughs> okay. And uh, Alicia Keys. New York, the Bronx, Brooklyn, Harlem, Yonkers. Yonkers is mentioned in there. <laughs> okay. So it's in there. We don't know exactly. It's and I know someone position. from Yonkers. Sweet. There was a lot of... Springsteen in this. It was like a Ooh, fully Springsteen like tribute to Springsteen <laughs> almost. Was. Which made me go, isn't he Jersey? Yeah, but so he was like the working. It's kind that? of like the know. same mentality. Yeah, sure. you know? yeah, yeah. 
Anyways, either was Cisco loved. Uh, oh, he really Springsteen did. Or in stuff? general, Springsteen was the soundtrack of their lives. It's a bit of both. Yeah, okay. totally. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very. There's a lot. I mean, it's six parts. It's six and parts. Each one is like an hour, so it's, it's, a, it's lot. a lot of things happen. And we just watched a thing that was a political, like not the experimenter, but the one before it. The the Turks and Caicos was all yes. like political, underhanded stuff, schemey, yeah, schemey stuff. There was a little bit of schemey stuff in this. I feel like it was mostly just showing that politics sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. being in politics sucks. Trying to do good things within politics sucks. It yes, doesn't because it doesn't work. And doesn't like, work. You can... Nobody's really selfless either. Like. I have a problem. I don't know. Like I was really hung up on the fact that this was called show me a hero. And I'm like, so who's the hero? Because was Cisco's not the hero. No. He, so that's, what's the actor's name? He's like an anti-hero. I think that's Oscar Isaacs plays is, you with know? Cisco. Yeah. I mean, in the end he tries to do the right thing, but only cause he's kind of forced to though. Obviously there's other people on the council that don't try to do the right thing, even when they're basically yeah. being forced to. Um, the right thing being like he wanted, standing behind he wanted the, the housing, housing to succeed and he wanted to, yeah, he did once he was forced cause he did run on yeah. the premise that he wasn't gonna, he was gonna fight the housing. And then when he kind of tried to fight it, they were like, okay, well we're going to find you a hundred dollars a day doubling every day right, until yeah, yeah, you're yeah. completely bankrupt. And they said something like it was going to take 22 days or something to bankrupt them at that yeah. rate. It was crazy. He was trying to get everybody else to, to also vote. <laughs> too like a lot of it was him like okay fuck you know this is not this is not going to be an easy battle because these guys don't want this yeah they're all fucking racist and they don't totally want this, or know? their constituents are and they know yeah. that they to get elected their votes yeah and they yeah. promised their constituents that they would vote certain ways and they're all hands are tied you know god mm-hmm. you know god forbid you know they have housing for people yeah, uh, the amount of times that people said those people when they were talking uh, about who was going to move into the neighborhood I was know. horrifying. Yeah, and there was a you know, uh, but there was a there was a cool you know the guy like the Jewish man who was like the beardy Jewish beardish, man? beardy Jewish man who. Yes. Who, who like kind of said, you know, this, these are the statistics. This is what will work. Give them yards, you know, let them give them outdoor space, give them their humans, you know, ownership of the stuff. Yeah. Trying to find the actor who played him so that I can also find the name of that because they're all real people. So I don't know. Was he an architect? He, he had something that his like vision was part of what made it. Like yeah, and land, it was one of these films at the end, you find out what happened to all these people. Right. So they give you like, Bob Smith went on and died in 2019, but yeah. he still fought for human rights. And yeah, but it wasn't quite like that. But and there was no voice. I don't know. <laughs> he was in way more episodes. I should have found him by now. But maybe he doesn't look maybe I'm looking for the beard. Oh, he was right there. He was like the third person on the list. Peter Rygert. Oh, that was him. Oscar Newman is who he played. He's in Different. every single looks- episode. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed, I enjoyed too, because at the end, let's just jump to the end. No, <laughs> at the end, they show side by sides of everybody, and he looked the most like the guy he was playing. Like, that guy had mm. that exact beard. Yep. <laughs> it was perfect. Accurate. But, like, everybody else didn't look at it. Like, I, Oscar Isaacs looks nothing like the dude that he He looked playing. like someone from The Big Chill, and also did his wife, girlfriend. 
like the the actors did like yeah Oscar or like just her look nay. her yeah, name was nay nay's like look was um yeah. uh and the big chill alex's girlfriend she looked exactly like her and it was oh, just interesting it was for me it was like so similar but i haven't seen the big chill in a while but for me it is it the same me. time period 80s yeah I yeah. mean, Big Chill was early 80s, yeah. but still the same, Earlier. like, the hair, I think, maybe. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> uh, I found it strange that Catherine Keener played such an oh old lady. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, why, why on earth? Why? Like, that there's so, old ladies so who are in, good like, actors. It was insulting to Catherine Keener to, like, even take that role. Like, what, shouldn't she, like... Yeah, like, okay, so we have, you know, gone, this is, like, what, 45 episodes in, and we, like, very early on figured out that Winona, like, that women in acting, which I think we knew before doing this, but, like, yeah. it was proven to us that women hit a certain age, and they can't, they can either date men that are, like, 50 years older than them, or, like, whatever, yeah. and so Catherine They're either the mother or... Right. Or, or a, a whore, basically, right. not or a whore, right? And so um, Catherine Keener can only play somebody who's, like, si- I don't know, 70? 70? Yeah, exactly. 80, maybe? She Whew. might not have been 80. She, But she, I mean, yeah, she had, like, she was full-on like gray hair. She was totally retired, at yeah. least. Yeah. And, you know, not to be, like, ages, but, like, or it's, like, the opposite of ages. Like, cast someone, you know, who's that age to Well, play exactly. Role. It's like, two things. W- it's Catherine Keener can't play somebody her own age, and somebody that person's age can't, can't get, be, be given get, a role. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, you can't win. Women can't win. No. Um, and so this was the situation. Catherine Keener played this very old lady, and she was, like, the... Kind of at the beginning, very, very against the community housing. And she was, you know, uh, very vocal in the uh, this council meetings. Yeah, a lot of yelling. Getting kicked out, yeah. calling, like, calling Nick and n- names and stuff like that. Yeah. Saying that his, I guess his, it's like kind of established that his father maybe was in politics before and his father's dead. So she says, like, your father would be just... Ashamed of you or whatever, and yeah. so that's why he kicks her out of that council thing. She right. That at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, she's like, she's the person who is like vocally against the housing, but then anytime anybody like throws in something that's clearly like racist about why they don't want the housing, she's like, oh no, like that's that's not where I'm going with this. I just think that people should like pay for the like they're not going to care about their property, like all the stuff that's still racist, but yeah. like. When people say things that she is like, Directly oh, shit, racist, yeah. she's like, no. So she has this she's face throughout like, where yeah, it's like she's wondering racism. if she's right on the right yeah. side of this thing. Yeah, she's lost a lot of the time puzzled. She's like, wait, what are you saying? Am I here or there? <laughs> right. And then, you know, at towards the end, she kind of like, you know starts representing the the community housing people and yeah. starts meets the actual meets people them and gets to know them sees that they're families and <laughs> tries to empower them yeah kind of turns around completely um but it only it takes a lot of time it takes that like the, that guy coming to her house and like first she couldn't like see, talk to him with the door open she, yeah she, and then she like he would like he came down and he had you know they had tea and a civilized conversation and then she was like oh wait a minute what am I doing I think it was that conversation that really turned her around mm-hmm. I don't know who that guy was 
He was, yeah, I don't know his name or anything, but he was the guy who was like tasked with representing the housing plan or whatever and like bringing the community on board. But I feel like he was chosen. He was a black man and he was like, I don't know. He, he was trying to show the white community that like the community that is moving in aren't what they think. And I don't know. It was a weird, like respectability kind of, I don't know if respectability politics is a word is a term, <laughs> but you know, I don't know, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like, uh, cause, cause he was like, he was, he, you know, he, when he was in her house, he like dusted away crumbs and she, um, she looked like, Oh, like it was, it seemed, I don't know. I was very uncomfortable by the whole thing <laughs> because it was very much like, look, people aren't going to, uh, you, you think all the black people are going to come here and make a mess, but exactly. I'm cleaning up my crumbs exactly. oh, and good. she's you like, are oh, good, good. you're a good black person. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. That was yeah, her getting Felt her like approval. His purpose. Yeah, getting the white person's approval. Yeah, and then he also had to stand in that meeting and say to all the people who were moving into the community, who were all people of color, like, "You're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do yep. that. You have you to know, get along with the this white." This is neighbors. how you have to tie your garbage bags. Yeah, which was really fucked up. Uh, you know, all yeah. sorts of things. And then somebody stood up and is like, "Are all the white people learning how to?" Be our neighbors. Yeah, that and was. Really they're like, no. <laughs> and then he's like, well, do you want to move there? Because it's going to be different. Yeah. And they're all kind of like, yeah, we want to yeah. move there. And it's not going to be better. It's just going to be different. Yeah, exactly. And that was, you know, accurate. Yeah. And they were all so terrified at I night. Know, that was so upsetting. And like, fair. Like, totally every fair. sound, like, oh, fuck, you know. They thought people were going to come and Sleeping get them. Sleeping with knives under their pillows, you know, with bats. Like, they absolutely, you know, do they that. They potentially but. knew that the place was bombed before they moved there, right? Like, didn't somebody blow up? Like, yeah, there one was of a the pipe houses? bomb. That's so it. there was already threats, and there was people calling them words from cars, and, yeah. you know, just not nice. I was not a nice welcoming people staring at them. I really knew that something big was going to happen at the end of this, but I thought it was going to be like someone bombing the houses or like something. So, cause every time they like different, hinted different. at somebody like the old blind lady, when yeah. she, like her daughter was taking her out, there was a few times where she was about to leave and then somebody like talked to her and she went back inside and I'm like, Oh no, is she going to die? Like, is I something going to happen? I was so house? concerned for that. Like actually when we were, uh, first started watching this and she lost her eyesight, I was like, I was about to turn it. Like I, my instinct was to turn it off and like, fuck this. I don't want to watch it, but I had to watch this because she thought, was gonna happen to yeah her. and i was just like no i can't deal with like eyesight it's just too, too close to home there was just like it's too scary i don't know i have bad eyes it just was like fuck this i don't want to watch this right uh and uh and then i was like okay i just gotta watch this thing and it was just it was really hard to watch like not just because of this but because like the politics and the you know, the whole it was just not nice. It was a really suck. The it really sucked for a lot of people. First two episodes were really hard to watch. I found because there was so many city hall meetings and there was so much yelling so and they much could yelling. not say anything in those yes. meetings because people would not stop yelling. And there was just so much. It was like, so stressful. It was so stressful. I was so stressed and frustrated, but it was also that like they're yelling things at him. Like you're a liar. You're like a coward. You're not fighting this. And he's like, he doesn't say it, but like ultimately he's like, I've fought it as long as I can. Like if I don't 
if I don't stop fighting it, this whole city is going to go bankrupt. Yeah. Do you want that instead? And like, I just really felt like nobody was understanding what was happening because they were unwilling to listen. Yes, of course. They were all unwilling <laughs> to listen. They were all being assholes. Yes. And it was so frustrating. And like, you can like, it. you know, and it, at the end, you kind of understand why you're watching this because it leads up to his own, like, you know, self-destruction, I guess. Yeah. You know? Yeah, very everything happens very quickly because it is eighty seven to like mid nineties or something that this covers six mm-hmm. episodes. So he's like mayor for a second. I think the the mayor what is it the mayorality whatever it is the mayor position. Yeah, <laughs> what do you title? call it when someone has the title of mayor? Mayor mayoral. Mayor. Anyway, I know mayoral is a word, but that's not quite what I'm looking for. Anyways, him him having whatever the the position of mayor only lasts two years, and because of him, they change it to four years. So there's this whole like strong mayor thing that he like created, mm-hmm. um, and then he doesn't get to be mayor again. Um, but the person who's mayor after him, who was also only for two years, so I guess it hadn't come into play yet, is. Uh, what's his name? What's the actor's name? Alfred Molina, who plays Hank Spallone, who was the worst. Oh, he was the guy who yes, always yes, had his yes. feet up oh, and he, he was, was always voting against the housing yeah, and yeah, always yeah. saying those people and yeah, they don't yeah. care about their property and they're going to ruin your oh, neighborhood. He was, a, he like, was oh. the worst. Uh, yeah. 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 He was just the, I hated every minute of him even yeah. at, okay. So this all leads up to. Uh, the main character Oscar Isaac's place uh, killing himself at the end of the whole thing and even at the funeral Mm -hmm. they show him like walking around oh I'm so sorry to people and then like joking with some guys off to the side and they they all look at him like you're a piece of shit (laughs) like this is not the time and place to joke about just a rotten human they don't you can't hear what they're saying because it's just music and they're like saying what everybody did with their lives but but you know he's not saying something you know that this movie thought he was a piece of shit too because they uh, they really made him yeah yeah he was a horrible guy he went on to die in 2003 or something (laughs) yeah (laughs) he went on to die a lot of these people are dead um but yeah did you know that with cisco's when did you sense that he was gonna kill himself or did you not not till not at all not until it happened yeah not at all so they kept so, and then I was like, what is the emergency? What's going on? Right. Cause like, cause of, so he, he was like, so this all like was leading up to, you were about to say this, probably. Yeah, yeah, go say the it. cemetery scene. He yeah. was in the cemetery at his dad's tomb and his beeper was on the dashboard and it kept saying 911, 911, 911. And I was, you know, panning to his girlfriend or wife or whatever, wife, yeah. texting him this and you're like, what is going on? So you texting think him on his pager? Oh my god! <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Phoning from her. Phoning from her. From her. Because <laughs> I don't know Office how pagers stuff. work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. <laughs> Meeps has it's a pager. Totally. Actually. Really? Up for the midwifery. Do stuff. right. So yeah. medical people are. Yeah, Ruby too. Oh, medical people. Still medical use pagers. People. Beep beep. Good to know. <laughs> medical <laughs> people. Beep beep. <laughs> I like it. There you go. It's a good term. Uh, yeah, so that pager thing, they showed it in all, a number of episodes, and I was like, okay, this clearly happens at the end. What is the emergency? It, and I started to think towards the end, the emergency is something happened with the housing, like yeah. they blew, somebody blew it up or something bad something happened. Something bad happened to somebody. But no, 
what was even the reason? She was just paging him because she was worried about him, I guess, because she'd had lunch with him and he was like, please stay with me today. Please stay with me. Yeah, I get. I don't or really maybe know. the brother called because he like took off on the brother, right? He was at their house. Oh, maybe yeah. The brother so phoned the her. brother was probably worried about him. And then was and she was just like, yo, get back to me. And then she yeah, started yeah. getting worried. Call me, call me. The worst is he looked before he went left the car and he saw that she had phoned him mm-hmm. and he just left his car, mm-hmm. barfed outside of his car, then went to his dad's grave and hung out there until he met a man who like worked on the grounds and was yeah. like, we're close soon. And he's like, don't worry, I'm going to go in a minute. Mm-hmm. And then that man walked away and he shot himself. Yeah. He had a little gun in his boot. Yeah. Yeah, I even got to the point where the f- they were all at a funeral at the end, and I was like, "Whose funeral is this?" But I was because yes. he hadn't shot himself yeah. yet, and, and I was, I was like, "So like, wait, wait, who's this?" And who's I was dead? Like, is this for the white lady? First, I thought it was for Catherine Keener. I was like, "This yeah. is such a big funeral for her." <laughs> for her. I thought it was for the beardy man, <laughs> but he was at the funeral, was funeral because the reason I thought it was for him is because it showed on the screen what he did with his life, and I was like, "But isn't that that guy who's in?" The- the mm. funeral <laughs> what whose funeral and then of course they show the yeah. wife and mother and brother all crying and i'm like shit it's him oh no there were so many levels to this series like all these different parallel stories like you have the you know the people that are you know going to be using community housing people that need community housing the people that like are desperate for community housing yeah uh, that family, that woman who had to go to the Dominican Republic, send her kids there, and then she came back. And I really she had thought to get something bad back. was going to happen. I thought something terrible was going to happen to her. Oh my god! I, so I also glad. wondered, like, okay, is something bad going to happen to her kids because she left them behind? Not because, but like, will she feel like it was her fault she left them behind? But then I was like, oh, she's decided to bring them back. Now is something bad going to happen here? And then she'll yeah. like regret I that decision. Just, like, so nervous the whole yeah. time. And it was, this, the director is Paul Haggis. He did, you know, Crash and other like other horrible other like, things where horrible things happen. Didn't he do like po- Total Recall? Well, we are no. That's Paul Verhoeven. There was another Paul. Anyway, <laughs> all the Pauls. Um, Paul I'm Haggis. checking. I'm checking out Paul Haggis. Crash. Bunch of things I don't know. Oh, Million Dollar Baby, but he was uh, the writer. I don't. Oh, know. and if you write that, you you miss. Yeah, he's like mostly listed as a writer of things, but I know him as a director. But I guess he's written more than he's directed, which tends to be the case. That so strange. Let me scroll until I find <laughs> what he actually directed. Oh, I hate it. I hate the phone version of IMDb because mm. you literally have to scroll to everything. Okay. Yeah, they, they messed it up. They really did, did did a number on this thing. Crash. Crash is the first thing that... Uh, he's done like TV shows. Right, yes. But In the Valley of Ela or something is a movie that he did. But oh. Wow, weird. For someone whose name I know, he's done one thing I've seen. <laughs> As a director, anyway. Yeah. Um, other than this now, this is the second thing, I guess. Show me a hero. Um, Crash was such a big bummer. movie when it came out. Yeah, and a bummer as well. <laughs> yeah, it was. Did uh, it, it was nominated it was, it was for things that I don't remember if it won. This because it had all these different parallel stories, different classes, different races, Doing the same yeah, things. The he same likes kino. big, big, like, 
complicated stories. Yeah. Yeah. The drug, whatever. Uh, Jim Belushi was mayor before Wasiska <laughs> became mayor. Speaking of the drugs. Speaking of, speaking of random people who were in this. I'm just trying to look at my notes now to see what else I thought. I mean, I guess we should talk about Winona, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> she was barely, like, she was in four episodes, I think. Ye- yes. Um, I only have her down. I have her down only for, I have her down for five, but I guess. Hmm. She wasn't in check. part four. I don't think she was in part four, but she was. Uh, yeah, I think she wasn't in part three, three and, and four. four. I wrote no Winona vote yeah. gets a house. Bruce Springsteen for those are my notes for number three. <laughs> nice. I'll tell you what my notes were for number three. <laughs> the Catherine Keener character. Are they trying to humanize the view that lower income people don't care about their properties? <laughs> because that seemed to be, it seemed a lot like they're like, oh, but she's a nice lady. <laughs> It's just like, no, she's horrible. Yeah. Anyways, beginning of episode three, I wonder if he's going to... Oh, yeah. So I kind of wondered if him buying, like, episode three uh, with Cisco was like, I have always wanted to buy this house. And it was kind of like, seemed like a money pit type house. Like, nobody was buying it. It was kind of run down. It was a beautiful house. Had a nice view. Good view. But... I was like, is he going to buy this house and then he's going to stop being mayor and then I, like everything's just going to fall apart around him. His whole life's going to fall apart as well as this house. Mm-hmm. Like this house will be a symbol of his life. And it didn't quite happen. I mean, his life fell apart, but the house wasn't that bad. Yeah, but there was a <laughs> lot of like montages with him trying to be like a repair handyman. Yeah, I mean, he was still fixing up the house when he went and died. Yeah. Yeah. That house was never going to fix itself. Yeah. Um, but And he tried. He tried, but he wasn't very good. I think that was a result. He was just not a good handy person. <laughs> no. Which is why he kept wanting to go back. And I thought he was going to electrocute himself yeah. when he was playing yeah. with all those wires. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, you were trying to do the outlet, but you didn't turn the fuse box off. And he was just playing. He was with, just trying just to like, turn on the switch. I know. Oh, Lord. A lot of things seemed like they were going to, like, obviously nothing. Things, some things go well, some things don't. But like, I really thought there'd be more horrible, horrible things that were gonna happen, and didn't didn't happen. That's probably for the best. Uh, um, I'm just the yeah. Winona stuff. So like, she was a politician. They were friends. In part five, he kisses her drunkenly. Yes. And that was it. That was the only, like, weirdness between them, I believe. Well, except for the when he tries to get her job and then oh, she, well, like... Right. Yes, but, like, the, in terms of sexual Right, sexual tension, weirdness, yes. yeah. And then, but then, yeah, they though, were yeah. buddies and then he basically ran for her position um, at, at council and he lost. And they lost their friendship because of it. Yeah, I mean, they would have lost their friendship if he won, too, right? Like, right. Well, either way, but the whole move was yeah. bad. Oh, well, because he ran. He was a piece of shit. He shouldn't have done that. But he was... Yeah, he was desperate to get back in. Back in and he, he kept doing whatever that... because he wanted to run for mayor, and he didn't because he was convinced otherwise, because he was going to let somebody else do it. Yeah, someone else convinced him that he was a better shot for the Democrats, which is very interesting that mayors have allegiances to a party yeah i didn't know that was a but i guess with giuliani he's a republican yeah yeah here they're not in parties 
they're not officially part like you can yeah. tell if someone's yeah. more conservative or more liberal or whatever but they're not they're not yeah, they don't have an no, allegiance to a party no. anyway there you go <laughs> some things we learned um but yeah so he's told that that's the democratic candidate or whatever for mayor and he should just get behind him instead of running against him so he does it and regrets it immediately because they don't keep their promises to him Mm -hmm. that they'll like give him a good position or whatever um and so yeah that's why i guess in the end they keep like stabbing him in the back even though he does what they tell him to do so then he tries to stab them in the back and it doesn't work yeah and then he just it just doesn't nothing works for him and there's like an investigation out because of him even though he didn't there was some sort of thing at the end there yeah, I was trying to figure out what that was about, but it, it seemed like it was like, a, an, um, I don't know if it was an embezzlement thing, but it was some kind of like looking into some committee to see if there was shenanigans happening within that committee. And he's like, I didn't do anything wrong. You're just like now ruining my reputation on top of everything else. Mm-hmm. That was a really sad scene where he's crying upstairs in his house when his brother's downstairs. And he calls his name, but like quietly because like, he's like, like help me. Yeah. Thing. I know. It was so sad. Shame. So Oscar Isaacs was good, he I'd was say, good. in this. Yeah, he was really good. He had a good look. He had a good 80s look. That's true. He did have a good 80s look. Uh, I thought his wife, Carla Quavedo or something, was good in it. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no, it was good, too. I thought, like, yeah. she had kind of a Jersey accent <laughs> or something on. She, she did have an accent, but it wasn't terrible. It wasn't or, bad. Yeah, it worked. It wasn't distracting. She she seemed like the character she was, like yeah. a tough, she was good. political she had kids. woman. I guess she did, did she? Yeah, she, she talked about to them? her kids. Yeah, she goes, oh, I got my kids. I was like, you got your kids? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. She was good at debating him when she was saying, I don't I don't forget what she was saying, but she was just like, you don't know anything about this job. <laughs> she was she was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I wrote down this. I, I get in episode six, I don't remember what they were talking about, but I guess was Cisco was complaining to her. Somebody was complaining to her about a guy who didn't end up who like promised, I guess, to help with something and then ended up turning his back. And then she says, it's not like the old days when a white guy stays bought. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, Yeah. There you go. Oh, and then when they showed the real Vinny, so her name was Vinny in this. Mm-hmm. When they showed the real Vinny, it looked more like Al- Alex Borstein. Do you know who I'm talking about when I say that? She is in that Marvelous Ms. Maisel show. Oh. She's also sometimes on Gilmore Girls. Here she is. Alex Borstein. Oh, yes. That's yes, yes, exactly yes, yes. what that woman looked like <laughs> when they did the side by side. I was like, shit, they could have had Alex Borstein. It would have been perfect. But they should have. Anyway, she also could have. She already yeah. has basically that voice. <laughs> kind but of. it was cool to see. Rona was good at it. Yeah, she was good. And then it was really like a progressive film, I think. And to see her in a progressive film was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of her good lines was "Fuck Nick Longo, he should get ass cancer." 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what she said mm-hmm. <laughs> in episode two. He was one of the people who was against the housing. Yes. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was. She was on the ha- side of the housing, which was good. Yep. Um. Oh, what's his name? The actor who played the uh, the judge. We all oh, know him. the we little guy. Le- he was, you know, in Seinfeld. He was in Seinfeld. Yeah. He's oh, yeah. NBC executive. That's right. <laughs> he falls in love Why with Elaine. I can't think of his name right now. I can always think of his name in most instances. Bob Balaban, guys. Bob Balaban. <laughs> Bob Balaban. And, and yeah, he's in I Best in Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's great. And he was, he was, it was nice to be able to like him in this. Because he was a good, he was the one who was like, I yeah. don't care. You guys can the, come back anytime you want, but I'm going to tell you, you have to build this house. Thing. Yeah, it was a pretty cool judge. Yeah. I don't care if I bankrupt your city. I like Alfred Molina in most cases, but it was hard to, obviously, impossible to like him. He was a jerk, which is fine. You got to play a jerk sometimes. Um, Yeah. And I'm sure some of the political, the non-political actors, I didn't know them as much. They weren't as famous. The people who played the people who like lived in public housing, they were not as famous as the people who played the politicians, right? Um, But they were great. Yes. The one, the woman who played the mother with the kids in Dominican Republic and stuff, she was like, Oh my gosh. She was like a supermodel. I know. You're right. I was like, why are you like working on this wood stuff? Get a modeling contract. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was my thought. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I also wondered because she didn't get into the housing, right? Like she got on like really way way back on the waiting list. And I thought, too, it was just adding to my feeling that something bad was going to happen at the housing. There was so much dread in this show. And it was just, you know, uh, too much with my jet lag. Oh, yeah. That's why I I wondered if you binged this. And I was like, this is a heavy thing to binge. Yes. And I watched like on the flight, I watched like three movies per you know yeah yeah, yeah. of course you, you just have to and then i've just been like consuming a lot of and then there were the elections and so there was just like oh fuck How, did you vote before you left yeah 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 was but wasn't the pre i did a special early uh, vote. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. so special good for you I was thinking, because I was thinking you got back on election day. So I was like, how in the That's hell? Okay. That would be like, that'd be crazy. Yeah, you don't want to land and then no. go stand in a long line. <laughs> nope. No. Good. No. Good job. I also voted early, but just in the normal early time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, it didn't work. Anyway. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> On that note, this was something. Yeah, politics. Politics. (laughs) Politicky. It was. Just checking to see. I wrote, disgusting white people talking about property values. That's pretty much what the whole first part of this was. Uh, It was so loud. It was just so, like, it was so stressful. It was good, ultimately, but, like, stressful. Oh, so here's the thing that I wondered. I wrote down this. Uh, so, Catherine, you know, like we said, Catherine Keener was recruited to the like team of like people who lived in the neighborhood who were like integrating the like 
public housing people into the neighborhood or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, the other white lady that was with her, the other like old yeah, white lady that worst. was with her, she was like, oh, I grew up in public housing, but we took care of our property because we're white. <laughs> That's what she said. And then walked away. <laughs> and then Catherine Keener stood there like, oh my God. And I wrote down, it was like, that's what made her realize that she was racist. (laughs) Like, that did it? I don't know. I felt like there were so many moments in this where she could have realized it. Yeah. A lot. But that that moment (laughs) seemed to be the the right face on her. Like, oh, shit. Apparently, uh, Winona Ryder cut her eyelashes for her part. For the city councilwoman. What? Uh, After writer David Simon... Sweet mannered said they made her look too endearing. Hmm. Weird. Her eyelashes made her too. Well, I know. Like, was the woman not like was she not supposed to be like? I mean, she was like a hard ass or whatever. Yeah, but, but like, like, what like, are the eyelashes gonna do? That's just like that's bizarre. That's just some male bullshit. <laughs> Cut her uh, eyelashes. I've never heard of such a thing. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Was shot in 75 days. Mm-hmm. One of the bar scenes with Oscar Isaac and Winona Ryder was filmed on location at Burke's Bar and Restaurant in Yonkers. Burke's, however, did not open until 2001. So, right. That's. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure if you're from there or like were around during this, you'd have so many opinions on like what actually happened versus what happened in it and like what was continuity like. Mm-hmm. accurate I don't know but I have no idea <laughs> I didn't know about this story before me neither I'm sure there are so many stories like it to be told I kind of wonder what made this be the one you know what I mean I'm sure like lots of places have tried to have well, public it was housing, based on but a book yes a nonfiction by Lisa Belkin or something like that Maybe it was the first of its kind to have the type of public housing where they actually integrated it into neighborhoods instead of it being like ghettoized. I do not. Maybe that's. Did you know? Like, do you do you think some of the Bruce Springsteen songs were covers? I did wonder that because it didn't sound quite like him. I think there was one time where I thought it really didn't sound like him, and I put on uh, what's that app where you check the song shazam Shazam. i shazammed it and uh it said it was him oh so usually it'll tell you who's doing the cover if it's the cover so okay okay okay. it was him so i was like okay i just don't know what his voice sounds like i guess (laughs) there was definitely songs that came up that were springsteen songs that i was like i forgot about this song Mm. because i guess they were like 90s songs or whatever that could have been one of them there was one that I thought was going to be Streets of Philadelphia. And I was like, why are they playing Streets of Philadelphia in Yonkers? <laughs> oh, my God. And it was not that song. It was a different oh, song. Oh, they should have. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, I don't know. Now I don't remember what song it was. Could have been that one that you just sang. <laughs> Everybody's got a hungry heart. Yep. Hungry heart. Chris is going to go play it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> he's running he's running 
His ideas. Oh, oh dear. Oh, I don't know. What's he started happening. something. He's dancing. Um. <laughs> he has many Bruce Springsteen records. That's all I know. And oh, you thought he was way. running to get a record? Yeah. I think he might be. Uh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Winona. So, yeah, she's like decidedly moved into television and television movies okay. around this time, don't Different. you think? Yeah. We've I mean, got, it's like Stranger like Things. From this. never being in television, apart from like friends, uh, to this, then, yeah. This is something <laughs> different. <laughs> a little something different. Oh, oh a single. Hungry oh, Heart. Hungry Heart single. What? Ooh, seven inch. Woo, woo. She posted a picture of that on Instagram or something. <laughs> People can see what we're talking about. Mm. Uh, yeah, you know, just be like, we just talked about this. <laughs> just, yeah, there it is. Um, okay. I could post uh, it on Facebook. Oh no, Destination is it next? Destination Wedding. No, no, Stranger, Stranger things, things is next. See, that's what I Season okay. one of Stranger Things is next. Ooh. I love that you're just like dreading getting to Destination <laughs> Wedding. <laughs> Probably mostly dreading having to watch it again, right? Yeah, well maybe it'll be different. <laughs> maybe it'll change as a movie. <laughs> maybe maybe it'll change. Maybe. Maybe it's edited. Maybe it's it's like been edited since it gets we last better watched. over time. I don't know. We will see. Um, cool. So, yeah, Stranger Things season one is next. I have to rewatch it. I've watched like one episode. I have a ways to go. I rewatched it recently. I have to do it again. Oh, shit, man. But, like, <laughs> it's a lot of watching it. No, no, it's fine. I'm okay. going to, like, I'll, it'll be fine. Cool. <laughs> Same. I really had to cram this one in. This was a Ooh, this was long. Rough. Yeah. So. It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Stranger Things. I'm sure everybody's been anticipating it for a while, especially throughout the 2000s when we were yeah, like another crappy movie. <laughs> that's all what, you know, a lot of people, the, the, the youth, you know, will only know Winona from is from Stranger Things. True. Some people are like, oh, the girl. From I wondered Stranger that Chris and I spoke in a class oh, at, yes. at work about podcasting and we talked about our, this podcast in preface. And I thought, I wonder how, if anybody in this class knows who we're talking about. Once a millennial, once a millennial, millennial thought my tattoo was in reference to Winona Judd. Why, why would they specifically know Winona Judd and not Winona Judd? She Ryder? said that she liked Double Jeopardy, which, or that was Ashley That's Judd. That's Ashley Judd. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe just, she just, from like knowing that, she just likes idiot. the whole family. She's just a complete idiot. <laughs> no. She's fine. She's not even listening. Um. She's a lawyer. She's a lawyer. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. I mean, people at like, so Chris and I work at a university and the students there don't know who Nicolas Cage is either. Some of them don't. Some of them are excited and that I've written this book, but what's wrong with you? I'm just getting upset. That's just me. <laughs> that getting... they don't know what Nicolas yeah, Cage is. Oh, okay. Come on. <laughs> and I've had come on, youth. I've had two Step it up. Millennials and Xenials. Gen Z don't listen to podcasts. It's just Gen Xers. Christ. Uh, I don't know. That's true because they're doing that podcast assignment and they're saying that the student, the majority of the students didn't listen to podcasts, yeah. right? Holy they listened, the youth, they listened to podcasts. like Joe Rogan and Ugh. Dax <laughs> no. Shepard or something. No. 
that's what they that's to. not I'm true. Telling you. I'm telling you that's what they listen to. <laughs> okay, let's not judge entire uh, generations of people on our podcast. Uh, cool, 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 cool. Um, Stranger Things, it's fine. Some new people will tune in yeah, I for like just things. the Stranger Things episodes. <laughs> and they're fine. good. That's acceptable. That's a good series. It's so. also interesting that the Show Me a Hero was in the 80s, and now we're going back to the 80s. For Stranger Things. Maybe we should watch Back to the Future. Just, no. Well, I also feel like, is this, does this mean something about Winona? Like, because mm-hmm. we had issues with her movies once we got into the 2000s. She's come full circle She's now. She's come back to the 80s and everything's fine again. Yep. <laughs> it's like she just has to live in the this 80s is, forever. Maybe that's her thing. It's where she belongs. Oh, no. Yeah, it's true. Uh... <laughs> I just watched a debate that was at the Royal. Um, do you know the Black Museum series? No. It, it's like talks about horror. Oh. Um, and so they had a debate of the best uh, horror comedy. Allison was. Oh, Allison oh, yes, Lang yes. was one of the debaters. Well, like she had, was on a team and they debated what we do in the shadows. Okay. Was the best one. The reason I bring this up right now <laughs> is because. Beetlejuice was one of the oh, ones hello. they brought up. True, true, Would true. Would you call it a horror comedy? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure. Yeah. I wasn't I sure think how it's I funny. felt about it on the... Oh, sure, it's funny, but and is it horror? Scary. Yes. Okay. It's funny and scary. All right. The other two were Shaun of the Dead and Scream. I also take issue with Scream being comedy. What? It's not scary movie. It's Scream. <laughs> Scary movie is comedy. Oh, true, 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 Scream. Yeah. Was well, kind of postmodern though, or something? Like yeah, that? like they had like funny parts with the guy with the Matthew Lillard, and you know he was funny, but also scary. Yeah, but aren't a lot of like teen horrors and like Nev don't Campbell, they have like just in general like, was funny scary? I don't know. Was she funny? <laughs> I rewatched it after the debate <laughs> really, because really? I was like, I don't know if uh, this is a comedy, but. I guess what I what I feel is that most um, like horror movies that involve teens had some jokes just to like lighten the mood. So wasn't that just what Scream was doing? I don't know. Anyway, not we're not here to talk about Scream. <laughs> Mostly just here to say Beetlejuice was part of that debate, and that, that's that's the team Beetlejuice, that won. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, one. Beetlejuice. Oh, what have you done? <laughs> We didn't even do that in that episode, no. did we? <laughs> we definitely said it that many times, probably. So those who aren't in the studio more. were very small and were in Chris's miniature village. <laughs> We've been, yeah, exactly. That's what's happened. <laughs> literally what has happened. Didn't make our voices get any higher, but no. <laughs> we got smaller. We shrunk. Oh. Oh, being skinny at us. Oh, All right. I think we got it on beads now. Time to go. Time to go. All right. Well, uh, Stranger Things. Next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye. See you next time. Winona Forever is part of the Cage Club Podcast Network. Episodes produced by Chris Landry. Music by No Refunds. Hosted by Lindsay Gibb and Rekka Tulsaran. Contact Rekka and Lindsay at Winona at cageclub.me.